0: Sitting high atop a mountain is a thing, and on top of that thing is a guy with another thing that he is holding. But that thing isn't just anything, and that guy isn't just any guy. He is the two zillion year old hippie, and he has the answers for those who dare to ask the Magnificent Questions. Bring him your Magnificent Questions. Hey, hey, everybody, it's me, the Tuesday and your old hippie, and what can I tell you, we're just hanging out here, uh, as usual, atop the big rock candy mountain, and uh let me tell you, we're very excited about how the podcast is going over, man. We're adding uh, lots and lots of new listeners every week, and as a result, we're getting more and more of your magnificent questions, which, of course, is very exciting for me, since, as you know... I get paid by the question, man. Uh, Cynthia is here and we're going to get started on these things because I know we've got a bunch of them. And uh...
1: um, Hippie,
0: what? Hippie, what
1: I hate to interrupt. Oh, well, what's
0: what's going on, Cynthia?
1: But there is a problem with the DMT elves.
0: The DMT elves, what have they done?
1: They've gotten into the salvia. All the DMT elves are dripping balls in the 30x salvia meadow.
0: The DMT elves have gotten into the salvia, man. Oh, good grief. I tell you guys, it's a—it's really a shame that people who do DMT really expect to see these elves, because quite frankly, they're—they're uh, they're more trouble than they're worth, man. I—I uh, I can't tell you what I have to manage uh, chasing after these guys all the time. It's—it's uh, it's quite complicated. Well, well uh, what's going on, man? When people do uh, DMT, what do they get?
1: A sign saying you must be at least twice this high to go on this ride. Meet us at the Salvia Field.
0: A sign that says, meet us at the salvia field? That's that's not acceptable, man. People don't do DMT so they can then have to do salvia. That doesn't make any kind of sense. Huh? All right, all right.
1: Should we hold off doing the episode?
0: What? No, 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 no. We don't have to uh, hold off on the podcast here, man. You know, if you're going to be the two Z and your old hippie, one of the things you have to learn is that sometimes you have to do more than one thing at a time. You know, uh, these crises, they they come flying up from everywhere, man. And you just got to be prepared to hop to them, man. So, all right, let's see. Let's see. Here's what we're going to do. get some of the acid fairies and uh, tell them to wear green hats and okay. uh, when people come with the DMTs just see if they can uh, explain and right. uh, we can issue a, a DMT elf rain check by the acid fairies we'll do man the paperwork gets complicated on these things but uh, but that ought to hold everybody over until we can get these guys uh, get these guys settled okay
1: I'll get started on the paperwork
2: on, man. Lou here. Got a question for you this morning. Why in the hell are strawberry banana protein shakes so good at 10.30 in the morning? I can't think of one reason why, but
3: uh,
2: I want to hear what all your zillions of years of wisdom have to say about it.
0: Hey, Lou, thanks for the magnificent question. You know, I was a little confused at the beginning of your message, because uh, I heard you talking, but but then I heard, like, uh, a bong or a water pipe going off at the same time. And, you know, as we all know, it's impossible to talk and do a water pipe at the same time, unless, of course, you're the amazing Lou Stoner Ventriloquist. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm really thrilled to have you on the show, man, and... Uh, well, Gali, I guess uh, when you were there talking, uh, those bubbles—that must have been coming from your world-famous sidekick. One hit. Well, uh, you know, I love that part of the show. And you're talking, and he's sucking back that bog, man. That's just really amazing. Yeah, man, uh, as far as your uh, magnificent question goes, uh, fun fact, uh, the strawberry is actually not a fruit. It's a flower, man. It's, it's a sweet, swollen part that we're eating, but that's why the seeds are on the outside, man. But anyway, you know, what is it about the banana and the strawberry that make them so amazing together? I mean... Uh, you don 't have to be Freudian man to to take a look at the banana and take a look at the strawberry and you see that clearly you 've got the masculine and the feminine at work there and and I think part of what uh what does make the flavor so amazing is the orgasmic interaction between the two of them. man. What can i say it's uh it's the amazing coupling of the eternal right there on your taste buds and uh plus you know the, the strawberries real tart and the Banana's kind of a nice base flavor, so it's got that thing going for it, too.
1: Big Dave asks, did you know that Vegemite was banned in the U.S.? He says he wants to know the real reason. I said, "Do you speak a my language?" He just smiled and gave me a Vegemite sandwich.
0: Yeah, very interesting question, Big Dave. Makes me wonder. Do you come from a land down under?
1: Where women glow and men blunder.
0: Let's talk a little bit about Vegemite. It is Marmite's evil cousin, but Marmite's also evil, so uh, because evil cousin implies that one is good, and actually Marmite and Vegemite are are probably equally evil as far as that goes. But anyway, I digress, man. Anyway, man, uh, Vegemite is a dark brown paste made from a yeast extract that's used mainly as a spread for, like, sandwiches and toast. How delicious does this sound, man? It's made from leftover brewer's yeast extract, okay, by a byproduct from beer manufacturing. You describe the taste as salty, kind of bitter, malty. But listen, man, don't just take the hippies' word for this. Uh, in the name of science, I have gathered together uh, several uh, teenage girls here, and they're going to uh, give us uh, their opinion of this sweet, sweet elixir.
1: Vegemite, cheers! <laughs> yeah, Ooh. Oh, how is it? How is it? <laughs> I don't see how they eat this shit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right all right uh i, I want to be fair here because uh you know the hippie is all about not being sued and also cody said it's a good idea if we can work more teenage girls into the show so we have one more lovely teenage girl here to give us her opinion of the mighty mighty vegemite
1: my name's bethany um wants to talk about my new best friend hey might Um, I know a lot of Americans think that it's really disgusting and really gross tasting, but I actually have a new
0: love for it. I mean, I hated it at first, and I thought it was really disgusting, too. I was like, this is gross. I don't know how Australians eat it. But um, now I'm getting really used to it. I have it for breakfast on top of my toast and with butter and everything, and it's really good. And I've gotten the
1: smell. I mean, it smells yeasty, and I don't know if yeast even has a smell.
0: Hey, that sounds like a great slogan to me, man. It smells yeasty if yeast has a smell. But anyway, man, to uh, answer your question about the real reason that Vegemite was banned from the United States, don't tell anybody, but the real reason was because it was not banned from the United States. No, in October 2006, a Melbourne newspaper, the Herald Sun, incorrectly reported that Vegemite had been banned in the United States, causing quite an uproar on that side of the pond. But uh, it is in fact not true. Although it is technically illegal in the U.S. to add folate to food products other than grains, they don't have any plans to investigate whether Vegemite contains folate. And so, anyway, man, uh, that's the that's the 911 on Vegemite as uh, they're saying down on the streets. I don't know what streets they they would say such a thing, but, but that's what they would say on that street.
1: To the street. no
0: asks should money be involved in art by uh, your question should there be money involved in art if uh, what you consider that I do is art then uh, pardon my Latin man but absolutely fucking yeah bring it on baby but in general sure come on let's let's be realistic man artists create art for basically one or two reasons to get paid or to get laid man Also, because you have mommy issues, but uh, that's not really the good art. Mostly, man, mostly, man, you want to, uh, you know, impress the chicks and get a payday. What can I say? So absolutely, man, you know, you want the best out of somebody, you got to reward them.
1: Your cheese toast is ready, hippie.
0: Mm, now that's what I'm talking about.
2: Art, art, for a sake. I'd like you to meet my lawyer. Heart, heart like a snake. Make a mistake and boil your
0: bones, bones gonna shake. Could be slander.
2: Move, move to Brazil. With butts, butts in the bank, butts, butts in the bank, Bucks. bucks, in the bank. bucks Bucks in the bank! Beauty and love. I'd like you to meet my guru. He came from above. He'll send you a mantra when you give. Give him your love and all your money. He'll move to Brazil with bucks. Bucks in the bank! Bucks! Bucks in the bank! Bucks! Butts
0: in the (laughs) bag! Art, art! For art's sake!
2: Hello
0: to my remaining, Money, truth, truth, love and beauty Give us your booty the Say hello
2: to my god I'd like you to meet my dealer He with my you know I'd never you Lord. He Damage my body. People on the run,
0: it could mean danger. I'll move to Brazil. Forget the
3: bucks, bucks in the bank. Bucks, bucks in the bank.
0: Bucks, bucks in the bank.
1: Cody is on the line. He has been on hold a while.
0: Oh, I didn't realize Cody had called. Uh, How long has he been on hold?
1: I'm not sure. Maybe 20 minutes.
0: 20 minutes? Wow, that's a long time to be on hold, man.
1: Oh, he didn't mind. I had him on Whip It Hold.
0: Whip It Hold? Oh, you know I'm gonna need some details.
1: Something new I've been working on. Instead of playing music. It periodically gives you an Idris blast, just so you know we haven't forgotten you.
0: Now that's what I call considerate.
1: If it has worked properly, you'll hear the word, love, often.
0: Well, that's certainly something I'd love to try. Does this work on my cell phone?
1: Okay, here he is.
2: Yo, hippie, this is Cody, man. Hey, Cody, what's up? Dude, so I just wanted to stop by really quick and leave you a voicemail. And um, just wanted to say thank you very much, man, for everything that you do. Your fucking segment's awesome, and I love it, and Sancho loves it, and a lot of the people that listen to our show love it, and I think the general community loves it. So... It's an, uh, if, if not enough people are telling you thank you, I'm just doing it for everybody else.
0: Oh Wow, man. Well, uh, you know, that's really great to hear. And uh, I sincerely appreciate the opportunity you guys have given me on Bleeda to, uh, to, to bring the podcast to the, to the multiverse. And uh, so that's really, uh, that's really great to hear, man. Also, I got to say, Cynthia, hey, thumbs up on Whip and Hold. I believe you've got a
1: winner. Thanks, Hippie. I know you will love it too.
2: Anyways, oh yeah, I also want to say thank you for having me over to your house there over the holidays. It was a pretty radical party. Someday, um, well, I guess you could say uh, my first magnificent question is, uh, how did I get home? I don't remember that part.
0: Wait a minute, Cody, you mean you're telling me that you don't remember how you got home from my Christmas party? I, r- I realized that everybody was pretty toasted, but still, you would think that There are some stories that a man would simply never forget. You remember how Cahote convinced you that you could get a cheap fare home if you took that Somalia cruise line? And you don't remember the pirates that attacked the boat and how you and Cahote were sold as slaves and forced to work as towel boys in that opium den in the mid-near Far East? And then you and Cixote, uh built that uh, big boat for the annual uh, Independence Day Parade, but only your boat was a real boat, and so as the parade turned the corner, you and Cahote just uh, put two in the water, man, and the way you sailed for several days and ran out of food and ran out of water and, and worst of all, man, ran out of weed. But then, man... You got picked up by this Walt Disney ocean liner, and, and everything was great, and you were going to have safe passage home until you got Minnie Mouse high, and then they kicked your ass off the boat. I mean, uh, this doesn't sound familiar, man. Fuck you, Cody. Of course. I think you killed him. No, man? Not ringing any bells? Hmm. Anyway, they put you and Cahode onto one of those little swan boats and wished you the best of luck. It was uh, pretty tragic, really. So you don't remember how you floated for days and days and everything seemed very bleak, but then suddenly at 4.20 one afternoon, a dolphin appeared before you and explained that it was the reincarnation of Terence McKenna? This is ringing a bell because, you know, you kept the diary and you're the one who told me about all this. The reincarnated McKenna Dolphin pulled the swan boat to a uh, shipping channel and then this incredible kind of coincidence happened. A large ship. That was containing a load of the world's finest ethnobotanicals on its way to iamshaman.com, one of our great sponsors. Sorry, Cody. What can I say? But uh, I got a sponsor for your flashback. Uh, happened to pick you guys up, and uh, they're the ones who uh, who brought you back to safety. I I, I can't believe you don't uh, don't remember all of this. But the important thing I think is that you're safe and that you do remember that you signed the movie rights of this story over to me, man. But Uh, Yeah, we were thrilled to finally get you back You, You know you've been away for 13 months, right?
2: main magnificent question and uh this is something that i uh am contemplating just sitting here right now looking at my my uh, ultimate grilled cheese sandwich and um my question is is why is it that grilled cheese or pretty much any other sandwich made on like regular sliced bread tastes better when you cut it diagonal if you cut it from the top to the bottom it's had like regular halves it's not all that great just eat it whole i mean whatever How come when it's diagonal, it automatically tastes better?
0: Wow, Cody. Cody, thank you for... uh for that truly magnificent question you know i i've gotten a lot of questions about the origin of the universe and dinosaurs and Atlantis and stuff but uh, but why sandwiches cut in the triangle are more delicious that's uh, that's that that is that is that is truly one of the magnificent questions plus i have to say man i'm uh, very honored and, and blown away by your uh, your honesty and the way you have uh, brought us this question because of course by telling us that you prefer sandwiches cut on the diagonal you have revealed an incredible amount about yourself don't don't you think cynthia
1: he is very open like that i know that is why i fell for him in the first place
0: oh, tell me about it well i i think it's very special that he would share in that way amazing because you know what let me say first of all that uh, the fact that you prefer to have your sandwiches sliced on the diagonal is, of course, uh, uh, as we mentioned, very very revealing about you, but uh, uh, but let me just say that, uh, that I cannot tell from this information alone if you are gay.
1: No, that is not an issue.
0: No, uh, of course, Cynthia.
1: Cody is not gay, I can assure you.
0: No, that's not what I'm saying. And I'd have to know whether he wanted a big or small spoon when he ate soup to know for sure that's true i'll certainly defer to you on that ma'am
1: but neither cody or sancho swing that way unfortunately
0: but anyway ma'am what it first tells us about you is that you have a uh, love for justice and for equality and also that you probably have a sibling and uh, of course i know this because uh, when you slice a square sandwich into the triangle That is the only shape that assures equal distribution on both parts. It is also the only shape where you can be assured that you have received your fair share of the sandwich without having to see the other half of the sandwich to verify that. You know, uh, when you cut a sandwich into two, it is, of course, the tyranny of the slicer. You know, I... uh, I believe the definition of a fascist is someone who cuts a sandwich non-diagonally into two pieces and then gets to take the first choice. But if you don't have a sibling, then it doesn't matter so much because, so what? You eat a big half and then a small half. It's no big deal. But but anyway, I digress, man. That's the first thing is, 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 is that it reveals about you in terms of the sandwich. The other thing that the diagonal slice is fascinating about is... All right. Think about how you eat the sandwich based on how you slice the sandwich. If you slice the sandwich into two, then you turn the open part of the sandwich into two squares. If you slice the sandwich into the two squares, then you take one of the squares, the open square usually, and you take it and you take a bite out of it. Okay. And so uh, not to weird you out the next time you have a sandwich, but it is sort of the masculine in terms of the way you are entering the sandwich and taking the sandwich. Now, if you have a sandwich that you have cut into the diagonal, if you're like a lot of us, you're going to take that sandwich and you're going to take it and turn it so the pointy in, and then you can take that and bring that into your mouth, which in a way you were like receiving the sandwich in the feminine. Don't be afraid. This has nothing to do with sexual orientation. What this has to do with is your receptiveness to the earth spirit mother man, because people who take the sandwich on the diagonal, they are open, see, and they're ready to take in this greater knowledge. Now, the square sandwich eaters, of course, will also take it in, but it's just, you know, you can't push a string. I think that really sums it up. So anyway, man, there are people who believe that because you cut the sandwich on the diagonal that that leaves a larger area for the flavor to escape from. But we all know that is a false premise and that the reality of the situation is in the way you eat the sandwich, you are more open, you are letting it come to you, and you are more receiving, and in that way, you're going to take it in on a more profound level, especially if it's a, a nice pimento cheese spread, man. I find that to be the most profound of all sandwich cheese spreads. But anyway, Cody, that is why your sandwich tastes more delicious when it's sliced on the diagonal. I, I bet you suspected it was something like that. Particle Man, Particle Man. Particle
3: can, what's he like? It's not important. Particle man, is he a dot or is he a speck? When he's underwater, does he get wet or does the water get him instead? Nobody knows. Particle man, triangle man, triangle man, triangle man hates particle man. They have a fight, triangle wins, triangle man. He's got a watch with a minute hand
1: Me, hippie.
0: Yes.
1: The acid fairies have joined the DMT elves in the salvia field. There is no one to greet anyone who does DMT.
0: Oh no man, we must have a third emergency backup plan somewhere on the books.
1: Yes, already ahead of you. I'll get my green hat and at least they can have some toast. I've a holographic jelly they should enjoy.
0: Thanks, Cynthia. I truly do not know what I would do without
2: you.
1: Thanks. I know it, but it is always nice to hear. Hey, the hippie wants your magnificent questions. Email them to him at 2 at gmail.com with the number 2. Better yet, send him the question via Skype where he is Zillion Hippie. Catch his other shows at his side at Podomatic. Finally, if you have an iTunes account, please post a review at iTunes. That is all. That is enough.
0: the power of life uh, exploding in your mouth, man.